today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. It is time for another edition of Hotspot Hamilton. And of course, uh, great thing about this feature is we get to point out all the cool things that are happening that are making Hamilton a uh, hotspot on conversations. It just came out today. A new study revealed uh, best place for women and opportunity in Canada. And Hamilton ranked third, third on that list. No, not third from the bottom, third from the top. So uh, clearly the uh, city is in motion. How are millennials and millennial entrepreneurs engaging in our community? Uh, a group called the Millennial Networking Group helps connect aspiring entrepreneurs to help build uh, connections through various events. To talk more about all of this, Haley Blackwell is with us, Millennial Networking Group, and uh, on the air now. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So uh, Haley, tell us what the Millennial Networking Group is. Yeah, so essentially the Millennial Network Group uh, networking group is a group of younger individuals who want to uh, fight the stigma that millennials are entitled, spoiled, and lazy. And while we do it, we want to have a good time and make great relationships. So, so you know, here I thought, Haley, this was going about going to be about uh, millennials moving forward and millennials doing this and millennials. And it's like, no, first we got to correct the stigma. Is it that bad out there for you guys? Um, I think it's oh, it, it's tongue in cheek that bad. I yeah. think people say that uh, just kind of as a quip off the. Uh, just rolls off the tongue and so um, we actually use that to our advantage and Entitled Spoiled Lazy is our tagline um, which it, it, it gets a lot of interest and in, uh, the tagline is again Entitled Spoiled and Lazy nice yep. I love it so uh, who call who, who says that who makes fun of millennials um, I think it started obviously with just older generations they see us come up and uh, we, we live life a little bit differently uh, thanks to the environment around us and so we uh, have different expectations and we see the world a little differently I think and so um, for a lot of people different is bad and so they they maybe give it a tagline that's not so good you know I think the only you hit the nail on the head I think the only thing that's different here is the tagline yeah there has always been a generation gap for every generation and thank goodness there is because it's called progress yeah but it just seems that now we've had to label it like we label every single generation. What I find fascinating is the people who I feel uh, are most critical about millennials are the ones that raised them. <laughs> so so yeah. it's like, you know, you're controlling what's going on here. How can you not be responsible for the kid out the door? Yeah, I think, uh, and you, you, you're right, it's every generation has kind of looked at the next generation and is like, oh, they don't work as hard, they yeah. don't have to, and you're right, it's progress. And yeah. so, um, They're smarter. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, generation above us looks at us and goes, oh. They, yeah. Maybe they're not working as hard as we are or something like that, but uh, it's true. The environment we're growing up in um, requires different things from us that maybe didn't it didn't require from the generation before us. So. Talk, of, well, first of all, um, I want to get back to the environment, but first, um, what's the objective of this group? What are you trying to do? You're trying to... Uh, obviously remove the stigma but talk about the the what you mentioned off air about how you were all kind of got together and yeah, <laughs> just you decided to keep going of course um, so the object objective here is to kind of take this idea that uh, especially for Millennials relationship is really important when we make purchasing decisions or uh, business decisions and so um, we're really trying to create an environment that suits Millennials needs in terms of uh, networking and creating those relationships so we talked a bit about how uh, maybe business association breakfasts are a little too stuffy and don't don't foster
foster the right type of relationships that our millennials are looking for. So we are really trying to create an environment uh, where where young professionals can get together, can meet, uh, meet other young professionals, sure, exchange business cards, let people know what you do, but also take that opportunity to share interests, uh, share um, recommendations or some a little bit of their expertise and all of this while having a nice uh, cold glass of locally brewed beer. So, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, and, so is this really about a different approach or is it a different style? Because we talked about off-air again that you know this seems to uh, almost be old-fashioned in the sense that you you know you're coming around and you're meeting each other perhaps technology social media brought you together this is the face-to-face aspect of it yeah so um i, I mean style is a good way to to chat what what you label it is whether it's a new style it's a new mm-hmm. method altogether um i, I would just say we're we're taking a method that's there, which is networking, and right. we're creating it in an environment or in a way that uh, really speaks to us and that uh, fosters what we're looking for. You so. talked about millennials being different. How are they different? Why is it, you know, and again, I can see you all meeting at the local, uh, you know, room at the local hotel, and, you know, you come in and there's coffee and danishes yeah. and everybody in a suit and shaking hands and trying to, how is what you're doing different? Yeah, so... F- uh, some of our members. First of all, you replace coffee with beer or yeah, wine. Exactly. In a, in a local, it all loosens everyone else. In a local uh, establishment, yeah. which already takes it to a new level. Yeah. So um, as as we kind of discussed those breakfasts, um, some of our members have gone to those and they just don't yield the type of relationships they're looking for. It's more transactional. Here's my card. This is what I do. If you ever need someone like me, give me a call. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas millennials don't make purchasing decisions just because they know you do something. Right. They make it because they have a relationship with that person or they know somebody who knows somebody who does that um, I think we're we're inundated with a lot of options um, because of the internet and because of social media that we're we're always given options and option more options isn't necessarily what we need mm. connections to those options is what we need and so we're trying to yeah make that happen in a natural way that's not forced um, I think Millennials tend to be pretty skeptical of of relationships too. There's somebody who comes to get to know them. Um, they don't want to feel like they're getting played just for their business. Hmm. So, uh, do people treat you seriously being a millennial? Um, I think we have. Or to is there a you know do you have to get through a couple of minutes before they realize where you're coming from? I think, as we mentioned. Any every generation kind of looks at the next generation and uh, automatically assumes something just because of their age. So we'll never get past that. Um, what's great about our group is it actually is full of really successful entrepreneurs. And mm-hmm. so we ha- do have newer entrepreneurs, but we also have people who are well-established who uh, really represent the fact that we're here, uh, we're, doing, we're doing real work, we're doing good work, and... Um, and that, that gets us taken seriously. We've heard an awful lot about, um, you know, st- key phrases, startups, uh, millennials, uh, networking, um, getting together, having these brainstorming sessions. It seems that there is no shortage of that in this city at this point. Yep. My question is, is it getting results? Is it moving the conversation forward? Or is it just a lot of people talking about where they want to be? Is it actually moving the products, the business, 
the, the yeah. commerce forward. Yeah, uh, I definitely think, uh, you know, would say that that, that is the case. You mm-hmm. see things, um, the Millennial Network Group is one example. Another example is something like The Forge, which is mm-hmm. a startup incubator. And we have friends down there who um, are, I don't know if you've heard of Bruja, for example. Mm-hmm. Bruja is an, uh, an organization that does online ticketing. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, that that was formed out of an idea and we've seen that taken off and they're they're building a really great business that's uh, focused on local and um yeah that i mean that's just one example i could give you lots of examples of how <coughs> these types of environments or these types of groups have actually fostered um fostered good business what do you all have in common other than you are all millennials what do you have in common um besides being all millennials uh i think what the primary thing that we have in common is that um, we want to have a way to express the fact that we we're working hard, we have good ideas, and we want to be successful in some area. Um, I think the the drive to succeed and the drive to do something well uh, is what what really brings us all together. Why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? You're in, we should tell everybody. Tell yep. it, give your business a plug. Yes. So uh, I am the owner of Haley Blackwell Photography. So mm-hmm. um, we talked about this bit. I'm an entrepreneur based uh, kind of out of necessity. I have a love for photography and I have a love to do it the way I want. Mm-hmm. And so to make that work, I needed to start my own business. Mm-hmm. So um, when you were uh, when you s- were at the stage where you were uh, forming your opinion about what you wanted to do and where you wanted to go with your life, when you decided on photography, did you think, um, I'm going to have to start my own business or I will be able to get employment somewhere else? Um, I think it was a bit of a process. I knew that, that that's what I loved doing. Um, and around the time that I decided that's what I wanted to do to support myself is do it well, it really came down to, to having to do it myself. Right. Um People who have other interests in different areas of photographer maybe want to work for a magazine or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, when it came down to it, the the way I wanted to do things is I really wanted to do it do it for myself so I can do it as well as I, I think it should be. So. Are a lot of people in your scenario or within this group, entrepreneurs and such, are they are, are would you say most of them doing it out of necessity or are they doing it by choice? We uh, in entrepreneurship is this uh, this term that maybe we should actually clarify because I wouldn't self describe myself as an entrepreneur. I self describe myself as a small, small business, business owner person, yeah. based on what I want to do. Um, we do have on, like true entrepreneurs in our group who love the act of creating good businesses. Yeah, yeah. That's what they like. Uh, we also have small business owners. So you don't consider yourself an entrepreneur. I wouldn't consider myself necessarily an entrepreneur. No. Um, and the, yeah. And then we have small business owners who they're small business owners because they want to do that thing that they love mm-hmm. the best they can, right. and the best way they can do that is by owning their own business. Um, so we d- we do have a mix of both. We have. Um, uh, yeah, individuals in our group who have started multiple businesses and they move on, they start them and they move on because what they love doing is starting good business. Uh, what about failure? Um, because we hear so many stories of, you know, if you're an entrepreneur or a small business person, um, the first couple may not go well, yep. but sooner or later you'll, or you may have various, uh, you know, incarnations of it all throughout uh, your career. Um, how, how do you deal with failure? And at the end of the day, do you see the common denominator in those that succeed? Yeah. Um, I think there's really only one way with dealing with failure, and that's moving forward. Um, something we try and do in our group is is prepare 
people for the realities of owning your own business. And so um, in Hamilton especially, what we do once a week is have someone who uh, is established and have expertise in an area come mm-hmm. and give a talk on that expertise um, and kind of share the realities of maybe what five years into a small business looks like. It's not all roses and rainbows. Right. But, um, and so in a lot of the, and a lot of those individuals who have spoken for us have have uh, tales of failure. And um, I think the common denominator in the case for those who have failed and who go on to succeed is their ability to brush off and and continue and just Mm. move on and learn from it is really important. Um, I guess you'll also find whether you're cut out for that sort of uh, thing or not, because it it takes a different type of person to do this, doesn't it? It definitely does, yeah. Uh, what, um, What do millennials need that they're not getting? What do they need? I think, um, as we talked about, millennials have uh, social media at their fingertips. And so we talked about how people can connect with individuals who are like-minded. And I think those are easy connections, and they're not, um, they're not stressful because you automatically you know, ha- know you have something in common. Um, and so something that, that we do need is maybe we're not meeting our neighbors as much who don't have uh, things in common with us. And so we're really trying to, to create an environment that... Um, that is comfortable to make those connections because you don't want to walk into a breakfast and feel really awkward just going up and introducing yourself right away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, maybe the the conversation stalls, and so um, like like I said, at our, we have those those talks at our social. What are you expecting from yep. those? What are you expecting to come out? Someone that says, uh, "Oh, you know, I like that. I might be able to help you with it." Is it that obvious? I mean, how? I mean, Sometimes you, you may go into these things with a big net and come up empty-handed. I mean, yep. what, what? It's it's possible. Sometimes it's as straight up as you meet someone. You're like, "Oh, I've been looking for for that." Yeah. You know, that person who's in that area. Um, I think we're trying to play the long game a little bit more. Yeah. Um, we joke a lot because now, before we got involved in this group, we joked that we didn't have a guy for anything. Yeah. But now anybody's <laughs> like, oh, I'm looking for a plumber. And we're right. like, oh, we know a guy for that. Maybe we don't need him yet. But yeah. w- millennials are great at referring people. Um, and they're, they're, they're great at uh, getting the word out about people that they like who are doing good work. So. Uh, you talked about yourself being a small business person <laughs> rather than an entrepreneur. We were talking off air about your photography. Yeah. You uh, gave me an example of some of the work that you do over and above traditional photography, things yeah. like weddings and families and stuff. You talked about uh, a day in the life where yeah. you just kind of, well, I'll let you explain it. Yeah, so a day in the life photography is uh, essentially this concept that I'll spend time with... Uh, Generally, it's families, but it really could be anybody uh, who's who's looking for this type of capturing for their their life. Um, we're going for three, six, eight hours, a, a predetermined amount of time, and I don't pose at all. Um, a family will generally just go through their day like they would normally go through their day, and I'm there capturing uh, capturing what really is really happening. Um, honesty is, I think, a big thing that's important to people nowadays, and you see a lot of people who are trying to avoid... Um, their social media seeming perfect because they don't mm. want to display this this fake life, and so this is a great way for people to say, "Hey, I may have a picture of the their child crying in the bathtub while they're giving them a bath." And real life scenarios. Yeah, and the fact is that that's real life, and that's a memory that they can keep, and it's actually important. The good and the bad are all important. So. Isn't that entrepreneurial? Though? Yeah. Yeah. See, I think that I view that more as entrepreneurial because you're taking a small business and then you're elevating it to another level. Yeah, I, I'm not the only one who's done yeah. this, um, and maybe it's entrepreneurial. I and maybe I just see it as as 
doing doing my photography yeah. you know the best the best that I can including adding new ideas but, what uh, advice do you have for um, we'll say Millennials and then we'll say entrepreneurs or small business persons yeah. what advice do I have oh, yeah. I didn't know I'd have to give advice I'm not suited <laughs> for this um, I think the the advice I have is just um, you know get get to know people who have different interests than you I think that's really important get to know people who have different interests yeah, than you different interests than you um, Why different as opposed to similar? Well, I think we're great at getting to know people who have similar interests. And yeah. so um, there are things that, that you can learn. Um, for example, social media as a photographer is something I should be great at. Um, it's something that maybe I'm not as great at. And there was an individual who wasn't a photographer, did something completely different, who had great um, social media advice based mm -hmm. on their experience. And that uh, that is so helpful. Um, financial advice is another one that maybe I'm not suited to, to handle my business financials without without advice. And There's a lot of aspects to owning a business, yeah, isn't there? As exactly. well as the creative process yep. and the product itself. Yep. All right. Haley Blackwell has been with us, Millennial Networking Group. Haley, if people want to find out more about you or what you're doing, what do we do? How, where can we go? Yep. Find us on Facebook at Millennial Network Gang group, Millennial Network Group, uh, our Facebook page, and we have um, locations in eight cities. Uh, Brant oh, I'm going to not forget, remember all That's these. Okay. Brantford, Hamilton. Uh, yeah, take a look. Um, you'll find that all through our Millennial Network group page on on facebook and you um, wanted to plug something about movember yes so our november is come uh, our november initiative is coming up in november and this this is another aspect of how how we show that uh, millennials aren't you know as entitled or as spoiled as we think and we love to get give back to our local communities beyond supporting local business and so one way we do that is uh pairing up with charities that we can support so throughout the month of november we'll be doing our november initiative that involves move events um, paired with the Movember mm -hmm. Foundation that all culminates in three different cities, Hamilton, London, and Brantford, with an after party on December 1st um, that we're going to raise funds for the Movember. Great idea. Yep. All right, Haley Blackwell's been with us, Millennial Networking Group. Look for the Facebook page and uh, get involved. It's another edition of Hotspot Hamilton. Haley, good luck. Thanks right. so much. Thank you very much. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.